Good morning and welcome to Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncie on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saga Tuck Douglas area. Saga Tuck on Sunday is being brought to you by Charming Saga Tuck Rentals, The Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia, and Mill Pond Realty. And now, Gregory Muncie with Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Good morning! Wakey, wakey, we're trying to wake up here. We're just fixing our sound equipment. We just have a wonderful show for you. We're so glad that you guys tuned in. We are high above land sharks in beautiful downtown Sagatuck on Sunday, and it is beautiful. We had huge flakes coming down last night, and it's built up into an absolutely fluffy, beautiful white snow. And our city drivers and our city workers, I uh, want to shout out, over to all those guys that work hard. They've got our streets wonderfully clean. In fact, I can see the uh, pavement out there. It looks absolutely nice. It'll be safe. We want you guys to be safe out on the roads when you're driving. Uh, we know we've had quite a bit of snow, so just take your time, and you'll get there. Uh, this is Gregory Muncy, and I'm so happy to have you join us. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Charming Sagatuck Rentals, the Interurban, Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, and Mill Pond Realty. I'd also like to thank our producer, Chad Cashman, and let you know that our podcasts are now available online at www.927thevan.com. So you can listen anytime. It's just after 7 a.m. It's about 15 degrees outside. It is a little chilly out there. It's going to be a high of about 15. And while that might sound chilly, we've had lots of folks in town. It is Valentine's Day weekend. Love is in the air. And uh, we're going to celebrate Valentine's Day weekend here in town. Lots of folks staying in town, enjoying the shops during our gallery stroll that we've had here in Saugatuck and Douglas and little uh, lovers staying over over here. I have been spending the entire week with my good friend Jean over at Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. And we have been busy putting dozen rows arrangements and lots of beautiful uh, floral arrangements I, from any price. We've still got lots of things for you to pick up. We're right across the street from the post office there in the old hardware building, and you'll be able to pick up whatever you want from, oh golly, $10 on up to, I suggest, you know, if you really want to show your love, you know, at least $100. <laughs> but we have been busy and uh, been doing 12-hour days, and Gene and I uh, really enjoy creating uh, things there at Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. And, of course, our sponsors. I want to give them a shout-out. Again, Charming Sagatuck Rentals, the Interurban Transit Authority for 40 years. They're getting you where you want to go around the Sagatuck Douglas area for only a dollar. Uh, also, back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop, as I'd mentioned. And, of course, Mill Pond Realty. If you're looking for a cottage or if you're looking for a house for purchase, uh, maybe a, a rental property investment, uh, but uh, you want uh, you want the girls over at Mill Pond, they work hard uh, to give you 
a great experience, seamless experience when purchasing property here. Um, again, I want to welcome you to the show. We've got a great show ahead of us. My co-host, I'll introduce in a minute, is Jen Ludwig. Uh, she's become a local celebrity here in Saugatuck since she's moved here, and I'm excited to have her here. I've also got a special guest I'm excited to have, Ryan Heiss. He's our new city manager here in Saugatuck, and so it'll be fun to get to know him a little more. At the 8 o'clock hour, we'll have Casey Locker She's that girl downstairs with David over at Land Sharks, and where they're busy renting snow skis or, uh, yeah, snow skis and snowshoes. And uh, I'm more of a snowshoe guy myself. Um, but uh, also for cross country, we've got a great area here for the Saugatuck State Park, as well as the, um, the uh, Mount Baldy, uh, or Bald Head, I should say. And uh, and so for exploring. And then at 8.30, we're excited. We're going to have a musical guest. And we're going to have Code West. They played for us before at Music in the Park. And they are coming on. And um, right now, I'd like to introduce our co-host to the uh, table here. Let's give a big round of applause for Jen Ludwig. Come on to the table, <laughs> Jen Ludwig. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you for having me on this morning. Oh, you're welcome. Um, uh, you know, I was excited to have you on because I got to meet you when you uh, moved here. Uh, mm -hmm. At the time, I had Del Sol, mm -hmm. and uh, we had lots of fun at music in the park, yep. like I do with uh, all of our locals. And um, and uh, wanted to have you on as a co-host because I knew it'd be a lot of fun. And I also understand you've got a little bit of uh, background in radio. Yes, that's true. That's true. Um, I moved here from Chicago probably about four years ago, full time. But we've been living here on it, you know, as a part timer for about seven or eight years. Um, when I was in Chicago, one of my um, accounting jobs was working for the um, communications company that owned uh, Q101 in the Loop. So uh, Q101 and the and then the Loop. The, oh, there are okay. two stations. Oh, okay, uh, the Loop. Class, yeah, the Loop was classic rock, and Q101 was an alternative station. So. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, um, so, but you were you were more in accounting, right? Yeah, I was behind the. Scenes, you were the brains yeah. behind it, and people like me just love you. <laughs> I, hope, and, I hope that's true. But. Right. Right. <laughs> But yeah. Um, but yeah, and um, and then uh, also you you've got quite a history here. I see. Um, what I was excited to learn about you is that you worked at Second City. I did. That was my first job out of college. I worked at Second City for only a couple of years, but same in the same accounting behind the scenes position. But right. Yeah. Right, so you're kind of like the backbone to letting everybody have fun and entertain other <laughs> yeah, people. Yep, yep. <laughs> when I was there, um, the people that were on main stage were uh, the Steve Grell and Stephen Colbert. Both I worked with both of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Um, now, um, I understand now you're a controller at Green Koi. Right. Now, is that quality control? No, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> the accounting people aren't allowed near the product that we sell, but we, uh, um, yeah, I do accounting for them. I'm their finance person. So. Now, you may not know what Green Koi is, so tell us a little sure, bit about Green Koi. It's a medical and adult use dispensary, um, so we sell pot of and all forms, including um, edibles and uh, all the way to flour and pre-rolls and things that you smoke. So, yeah, it's a dispensary. Uh -huh. um, they're the first in, the, in this area for adult use, but 
more will be opening in the, the near future. So. It's a beautiful building. Um, yeah. They took that uh, car wash yes. that was next to the Dunes Resort yes. there on the corner of Wiley and Blue Star mm-hmm. and uh, turned it into a beautiful building. Yes, it's beautiful inside. It's an, We are open for in, indoor customers now, uh-huh. um, which is nice because they opened and then the pandemic hit and they had to close the inside and the interior is so nice. And it's sad that people didn't get to see that for a long time right? Uh, because of COVID restrictions. But uh, the interior is now open again, so people can go and see and experience uh what it's like to to, ha- to be in the dispensary that used to be a car wash. So, <laughs> and some of the signage is still, they save some of the signage, but the, the bones of the building are exactly the same as the car wash. They just turned it into a really nice interior. It so. really is. It's beautiful. Um, the owners uh, took me for a tour when they mm-hmm. when they built that. And I don't, I'm sorry, I don't remember their names. Ethan and Dave. Ethan yeah. and Dave, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, they were fans of the story Del Sol. Yes. And, yeah. and that's where I got to meet them. Yep. And... Um, and when they first built it before they opened, they gave me a little tour. I was really impressed. Yeah. It was like a spa. Yeah, like yeah. A, it does have a very like zen a, spa feeling to like it. Like a yeah. top shelf type of yeah. spa. You know? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, but uh, I wanted to uh, ask you a little bit also about what made you decide to move here to Sakatuck. Sure. Um, well, you know, I'm originally from Michigan and... Um, had had known that I was going to eventually relocate here permanently at some point in time. And in 2016, um, I was diagnosed with cancer. And so during that time frame going through treatment and whatnot, it really makes you reevaluate what's important to you. And like I had said, my husband and I already had a place here um, and just loved the community, loved the people, and loved how welcoming the community was to us, even as like part-time vacationers from Chicago, you know? <laughs> so, um, so when I finished with treatment and, um, got the green light, then I tried, you know, that came a time when I tra- tried to transition here full-time. So, um, for a while I worked here part-time at, um, Cal Lake, the water department. Shout out to Joe Lamb, cause I know he's, um, he's a big fan of the van and, um, he was my boss at the time, and he was a fantastic person, so I wanted to give him a special mention. And I know he's listening this morning, too. So. Oh, very good. I very know. good. A wide variety of people yeah. shot there. Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was uh, surprised, you know, because I think there's maybe, a, uh, you know, like a um, – what is the word I'm looking for? Not stipulation, but a um, uh, kind of like a um, stigma of people that maybe they're buying, you know, they're, they're – they're, Kids, you know, right, right, going to die, right, you know, right, right, right. Um, but I was surprised how many people, like business owners and uh, you know, uh, civic people, yeah, that you know, uh, partake, yes, and, uh, for medical reasons. Yep, there's um, it is actually proven to be a good medical, um, it does assist in um, uh, pain relief. And nausea, so people who have cancer, it's a good remedy to help them with, um, you know, nausea and side effects of chemotherapy. So, um, yeah, so a lot of people do take it for medical reasons. Right. Yeah, I know a lady that, an older lady that uh, I know here in town, Mm -hmm. and um, and she she does the uh, edibles. Uh huh. Yep. And um, and I just. You know what I mean? It kind of like, oh wow, I right. would have never thought. Right, you right, know? right, 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 right. Yeah, because she doesn't 
at high. Yep, you know yep, what I mean? Yep, yep, <laughs> so you expect yep. someone to like, oh, I got the munchies. Yep, Where's the Mountain yeah. Dew Cheetos? And, yeah, you know, <laughs> yep. and that's it. Can be the case, sure. You, you know, right? But um, a lot, especially for the edibles, it generally isn't because they're a little bit of a lower dosage, and they just basically mellow people out. Uh huh. So, so um, your husband? Yes. Where is he from? Ah, well, because he's got an accent, and he I never—I can't pin it down. He does have an accent, and nobody can really figure it out. But <laughs> basically, he was born in England to two Irish parents, and um, then at the age of twelve, he moved to Chicago. So he has this weird blend of Irish, English, and Chicago all in there. Everybody thinks when they guess, it's generally Australian. Or Boston, <laughs> which are two <laughs> wide varieties of, yeah. of uh, people. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's got a very unique uh, accent. Yeah. And yeah, I see you guys hiking around town yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's great. We, uh, we're walkers. <laughs> so what, what's your Valentine's? What 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 did he get? What did he bring you? This morning he got me roses, red roses. So, oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, he uh, is very sentimental that way with flowers. Yeah, yeah. Nice. yeah. It is a Valentine's Day, you know, which occurs every February 14th across the United States and other places around the world. Candy, flowers, mm-hmm. and gifts are exchanged, you know, all in the name of St. Valentine. Um, but, you know, I was wondering, who is St. Valentine? I mean, how, how did any of this start? And come to find out, there's quite a few theories about it, you know. And mm-hmm. there's a, there's like three Valentines, I understand. The history of Valentine's Day um, is shrouded in mystery and... We know that February has long been celebrated as a month of romance and that St. Valentine's Day, as we know it today, contains vestiges of both Christian and ancient Roman tradition. Um, but, you know, who's the real St. Valentine? And it's it started a long time ago, actually. Uh, 1300s mm-hmm. were the first time that it was mentioned, um, uh, written about, um, and... Uh, it was a pagan festival also in February and uh, celebrated uh, uh, around the 14th or 15th. And it was kind of like a fertility festival. And uh, I thought it was interesting to read that and that um, that uh, it's been you know going on since really it got popular more in the uh, middle Middle Ages. So it's something that's been going on for a long, long time. And um, and uh, it's really interesting that uh, they were popular. People were giving out greetings as far back, you know, as the 1400s. And um, but uh, but uh, I thought that was really interesting. Interesting little factoid. Yeah. Um, but uh, lots of uh, things going on. We've got uh, you know I was talking about the gallery stroll in town, and the town was really busy yesterday. Lots of people walking around. And it was it was picturesque out there with the big flakes coming down and the lights on the uh that are the christmas lights that were put up that are still up and they look lovely in the snow oh yeah yeah and um yeah it uh was really fun to uh hang out and uh watch everybody we had been working full days there at the flower shop so much fun and um how are your hands yeah right i know i shared that on social media um they're pretty much they're actually they're getting better so you know i coat them in lots of lotion Mm -hmm. because our hands are in the water all the time uh when we're doing that so 
So that's been really fun. You're going to stick around with me. Uh, we've got lots of great guests today, and I'm excited for our musical guests. We'll have Code West. Mm-hmm. Did you come to Music in the Park when we had I do, Code yes. West? I go. Um, I was excited when Nate Holly got added a couple of summers ago, and then, of course, this past summer, we didn't get, because of COVID, we weren't able to have the music, so it's exciting that it's coming back. Right, right. So we just discovered while we've been talking, I might have mm-hmm. seen a little distracted, we have a short in the wire, oh. so the disco ball is not going to be able to come down <laughs> when we introduce our guests. And I had Code West queued up for our bumper mm-hmm. music, so mm-hmm. we're just uh, going to have to figure that out, but I understand there's a short in the wire that I understand from our producer, Chad okay. Cashman, that I've got in my ear. And uh, But we will figure that out. we got to get that disco ball down. That's right. Uh, we so need the glitter. Yeah, glitter. Lots of glitter. We're going to have um, uh, Ryan Heiss. He just walked in. Uh, and he's, <laughs> he's back there in the kitchen. Hey, Ryan, help yourself to some coffee over there. And uh, I had uh, my good friend Bill uh, made donuts for me. Bill Knapp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right up there at the front there. I, have you ever eaten at a Bill Knapp, I have. Jennifer? Yes, I have. My yeah, sister you? was a waitress there back in the... Back in the 80s. So, yeah. Remember, they had, uh, the, oh, got to get the chocolate cake. Yeah, yeah, yep, I do food. remember that. And the gratin potatoes, that was the other thing that I remember being super good there. <laughs> so, the so cake. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, talking about Valentine's Day, um, we've got uh, CJ's been working very hard on a Valentine's Day contest for us. So uh, we're going to find out some Valentine's Day facts. It's a multiple question that uh, uh, multiple choice questions that he put together, 10. And the winner, we've got to find a prize. So now the last time we had a prize was with Kimberly. And uh, when we did, uh, what what contest was that that we did with Kimberly? That was um, um, State of Michigan birthday items. That's right. We were celebrating the State State of Michigan Michigan history. And uh, my thing was that I had to buy a round of drinks. Um. (laughs) That round was quite a few rounds. Turned out okay. I looked at my bill. I'm like, are you kidding me? You got the short end of that. Right? I did. (laughs) Um, But uh, so um, that's what we're going to have to do. Okay. So if I see you at Wally's, because I know you guys hang out there all the time. That's true. That's okay. You know what I like there? That Yankee pot roast. Yes. The sandwich. sandwich. Oh, oh that is, is so good. That is a good winner. They got that alloy mayo yeah. that they. Oh, so good. So good. I, I think they're op- back in business in mm-hmm. early March. That yeah. Is uh-huh. true, yeah. 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 Everybody's kind of opening back up. You know, of course, they're at twenty five percent. You know, everyone's real respectful. They're wearing their masks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, we're a great town for that. Yeah. And, uh, I get a lot of phone calls on the Sadaba line. People praising us mm. and how our business owners mm-hmm. have been very careful and thoughtful and respectful. Yes. Everybody um, got out front very quickly on it and made made sure that everything was enforced with people that came from out of town and it's been great i've very i feel very safe here and we've had friends that come to visit in the summer and they felt very safe being here because everybody was enforcing the mask rules and the social distancing and it was very nice yeah it really was so i was uh busy working at the flower shop didn't Mm -hmm. have a whole lot of time Mm -hmm. i mean it was just nonstop. and then uh cj sent me uh the idea for this trivia. So he's put, I have not looked at any of the questions. Okay. I have not studied. Okay. It's supposed to be multiple choice. Okay. So we'll see how he did putting this little okay. trivia together. So if I don't win, <laughs> it's his fault. Well, you're, you're one and one. You're one and one. He thinks you, I should buy drinks for the whole town you, or something. I don't. <laughs> but listen, me. it's that's one okay. drink. Okay, Do not fine. get carried away. That's fine. No, no. <laughs> so now it's time. Hold on. I don't have my background music, but I will say Valentine's Day trivia. 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 And, uh, CJ here. Trivia. 
Okay, so let's get started. We're gonna start Should we with flip you. a coin? Okay. or I've already decided that you lost, so he's going to go first. <laughs> How many roses are sold every Valentine's Day? A, 50 million. B, 15 million. C, 35 million. 35, C. No, sorry, 50 million. Wow. 50 million. 50 million. That's, bu- that's bunches of roses. So that's, that's, yeah, so that would be like had, dozens yeah, or yeah, yeah. 50, 50 million, million quarters. Million. Wow. Um, and you did probably half of yeah, those. I did, yeah, yeah, we did about half of those at Back to the Fuchsia <laughs> Flower Shop. Um, well, that, that's amazing. And I, you went with 35, yeah, right? 35. And you were safe. You're like, Middle, see, yeah. you're a controller. You're like, <laughs> so, she had an edge on that, but she still lost. It still lost. <laughs> Gregory, yes. how much money is spent on chocolate every year for Valentine's Day? A, $40 million, B, $1 billion, C, $2 billion. Billion? You've got to be kidding me. That's a lot. That billion. A lot. What was the first one? $400 million, $1 billion, What is it? Cho- is it dollars. cocoa beans? No, this is dollars. This is your oh, dollars. dollars. Yeah, but what, are, chocolate how, in any form? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Well, I, that's. Uh, is, is that worldwide or? Worldwide. Okay, I'll say a billion. Oh, there you go. That's a win. That's a lot. That is a lot. That a lot is of a lot. chocolate. Yeah. Uh, how many people give Valentine's Day gifts to their pets? Oh, this is going to be a lot. A, one million. <laughs> B, seven million. C, nine million. Again, is that the United States or? It, this, I believe, is the United States only. You believe? The internet was not specific. Oh. Imagine that. <laughs> I am going to go on the high side and go C9. Wow, 9 million. 9 million. 9 people. million That's puppies surprising. and kitties are getting yep. a little Valentine's Day. Tra- you know, uh, CJ gave me a Valentine's Day present oh. when he walked in. Oh. <laughs> Well, you have a new car. Oh, yeah, now nice. you have new car smell. New car smell. Yeah. And I, oh, jeez. <laughs> I was like, so it's these little uh, trees that you hang up. Do you really think I'm going to put that in my mirror? Maybe. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, but maybe. Uh, what gangster coordinated the St. Valentine's Day massacre? A, John Dillinger, B, John Gotti, or C, Al Capone? Was it Gotti or Capone? Oh, I should know this because Five. I did the tour yeah. in Chicago. Three. Gotti. Gotti oh. is New York. Al Capone. Capone. Oh. The Purple Gang from Detroit pulled okay. it off, I think. See, yeah. I should have known that. I, I, You know, in Chicago, they have those tours. Yes, they do. And you get on the bus, and they act like you're driving. Th- they're, they're like actors, you yeah. know. And mm-hmm. they, they act like you're driving through the town during those days, mm-hmm. you know. In fact, one point they've got like gunshots and mm-hmm. they tell everybody to duck. You, you know that. I do know the bus. It's black, <laughs> black in color. Right. Yep. And uh, they take you probably through Lincoln Park, which is where the scene of where that happened, where the St. Valentine's Yeah, so was. I should have known that. Okay, so. But one to one. What year did Valentine's Day get assigned to February 14th? A, year 237, B, 1537, or C, 1940? We were just talking about yep. this, but I, I didn't see that fact. I didn't, yeah, but you said it, it was the 1500s that it became started to become popular, right. so I'm going to say that one. Ooh! I only want to not yes. have known that. See, well, yeah, see you learned something I on did. this show. That's why you, sh- you know everybody should tune in on every That's Sunday. Right. All this great wealth yep. of information That's we're right. sharing. This was an interesting smarter. one for you. A single red rose surrounded by a baby's breath is called by florist. A, a onesie. B, signature rose. Or C, 
cheapskate. Ah! Ah! <laughs> now, if it's if it's me, because I've used that word before no. when they do that. No. Cheapskate. No. No, I'm, no, that's not my answer. Oh, okay. Oh, what were yeah, the other two? <laughs> Onesie or signature rose? Signature rose. <laughs> but it's really cheap like steak. <laughs> two to two. Sweetheart Candy started in 1901. What year was production temporarily halted? A, 1941, B, 1970, or C, 2019? Uh, I'm going to say A for probably the war. It was 2019, so it's no C. Oh. Aha. Oh, I wonder why. I remember hearing it on the news. I think it was change of ownership or something. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Gregory, women purchase what percentage of Valentine's Day gifts? A, 50%, B, 68%, or C, 85%? Well, you know, my mom used to buy Valentine's for all of us boys. And you think about moms, you know, um, what, what were they again? 50, 68, or 85 could you ask the question again? No, I <laughs> I was trying to buy time. Um, I'll go with 68%. It's 85%. Oh, wow. Yeah. Shame on you yeah. guys. I know. I, I know. Well, I was explaining to you, they buy them for their kids, for their teachers, oh, so they got to right. buy all these things. Well, yeah, that's again. that's what right. took yeah, me yeah. up to 68 yeah. um, I Ryan was very smart with his girl because he bought uh, uh, lilies from oh. Back to the Fuchsia and also an orchid. Oh. So, I mean, his, she got hooked up. Hallmark produced its first Valentine's Day card in what year? 1850, 1916, or 1937? 1937. 1916. Wow. Was oh. When they made their first card. Really? Yeah. I would have said 1850. Wow, that's a long time. They've been around longer than I thought, for sure. Huh. Last question. You can take the lead. We're still tied. We're, we're tied. I thought I was ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was hard to convince what, what fruit is known as the love apple? The fruit known as the love apple. Yes. Oh, I think I know this one. A, strawberry. B, passion fruit. C, tomato. <laughs> it's not tomato, but I think that's funny. What? Oh, uh, what? <laughs> I, what? What are the... A, uh, strawberry, right. B, it's, passion fruit, C, tomato. The love apple. Mm-hmm. Okay, passion fruit sounds really obvious. So I'm going to go with tomato. <laughs> For the win. Very nice. That was an odd one. I figured that was a good question. That's why you went second. I well, tomato was... is a fruit. It yeah, is yeah. a fruit. Yeah. So, all right. So very good. I you, won. So you, yep, you won, you and won. you're two for one. Oh, very good. So now you have to buy a drink next time you see her because you won. No, that's not how this works, that's CJ. Right. I think that's how, what we agreed to. Now, you've oh. got nothing to do now because we have a short in our wire that hooks up our – we'll have to get a new wire. I, I think could, it's the computer, actually, not the wire. But it, we, It's nothing on my well, end. Well, it couldn't be. Or mine. So, <laughs> so, you, so you're not going to do me. anything for the whole show. Well, I'm going to dock your pay. We're, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we've made a lot of upgrades in uh, our studio here. We do. We um, have, we have uh, a requested, a special request. I was able to 
pull from our uh, accountants a new roll of scotch tape. Yeah. So we've got upgrades here. We're excited. Uh, well, well with the listenership <laughs> that you're having, I'm sure there's upgrades to come. Okay. Well, uh, we've got a great show ahead of us. Um, and I uh, want to thank you, uh, CJ, for putting that together. Mm-hmm. And yeah. let's give him a big hand. Yeah. I don't have the fake audience, you know, so I'm going to have to do my own clapping. And then also, Jen, I want to thank you for joining us. You're going to stick around. Yes, I am. And and you're going to give us uh, the hard questions when we have our guests come up. You're going to help me interview our guests. Yep. We've got Ryan Heiss, the new Sockatuck City Manager, is here. He's He'll be with us uh, right after this upcoming break. And then next we'll have uh, downstairs uh, our girl, Casey Locker, our specialist there at Land Sharks. And then uh, finally at uh, 8.30, special musical guest, Code West. And uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes after these wonderful words from our sponsors. You're listening to Sagatuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7TheVan.com. We'll be right back on our Valentine's Day weekend special extravaganza. Be right back. And we're back in our Valentine's Day edition. I've got my wonderful guest here, uh, Jennifer Ludwig, is my wonderful co-host. And we did our little Valentine's trivia. You owe me a drink, and I'm going to remember that's that. That's true. That's true. I'm going to remember that. Okay. And we're talking about green koi. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, well, I don't have a disco ball to bring down. So, you know, usually I, Ryan, uh, Ryan Heiss, he's our city manager. Welcome to the show, Ryan. It's so good to be here with you guys. Get up on that mic a little oh, bit sorry. closer. Oh, no, that's fine. Um, uh, appreciate you waking up so early, uh, being with us. Uh, you know, um, I'm sure you are very, very, very busy with your new job. We were just talking about Green Koi mm-hmm. over the break and how it looks like a sushi bar. It does, yes. And uh, the way it looks, it'd be great to have a little sushi restaurant in town, <laughs> wouldn't it? It would, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just acquired the taste for sushi. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. So um, without the disco ball, Ryan, I, I kind of uh, informally introduced you. Um, uh, so let's, let's give a big round of applause because I don't have my wow, fake audience. thank you. Thank you. So, um, <laughs> so nice on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Ryan Heiss, uh, Sagatuck City Manager. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's so great to be here. And a uh, quick story about uh, Green Koi. Yep. What was that? That was my, you know, I usually turn off my clock. And I haven't, I haven't, so I'm turning it off now. I thought I was going to get like a trivia question or something. <laughs> right, I know, who knows? Oh, you never know what's going on here. Uh, Green Koi, uh, my wife thinks it's a sushi place, yes. and uh, I told her go ahead and place an order in and go down there and see what you can get. That's now, now that we offer delivery, maybe we can bring you the sushi and the... Oh, wow, the... Oh, uh, so great to be here. My, my, phone, my phone alarm went off uh, this oh, morning, and I was so confused to why I was waking up at uh, 7 o'clock on <laughs> Sunday morning, but it's, right. great to, it's great to be be here and great to see you and it's yeah. great to be in saga talk well it's great that you're on the show um uh and i know you've got a lot ahead of you um our little town we have lots of lots of big dreams and not much money um so, <laughs> <laughs> so, so it says every uh city yeah, yeah every city <laughs> and um well let's talk a little bit about where you're from um I, well of course i want to hear about your family first of all 
Um, you know, I saw uh, I uh, saw some of your Facebook postings. You have an adorable daughter. She is just mm-hmm. such a sweetie. And you can tell with her little facial expression, she's already got a personality. So, oh man, yeah, she's great. So let's start there. Her name is Vivian uh-huh. Louise. Oh, what a beautiful Heiss. name! I love that. I love Vivian. That's a great name. Thank you. And yeah. It's spelled V I V I E N N E. Oh, oh, nice. I like that too. Me too. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ten months, yeah, she's yeah, she ten months, huh? Yeah. Wow. So, so that you, was that was interesting with the move. Yeah, uh, I was going to say I that's imagine. a big transition all at once. Yeah, <laughs> new baby I, and I, new town. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, uh, and you're from uh, uh, real quick. You're from uh, uh, the actually you're from the Jackson area, from what right, I right before, but. I didn't introduce my wife, Alicia. Oh, I'm sorry. No yes. Worries. Yeah, no. If she's it's listening, Alicia, I love that. Valentine's Day. Gorgeous <laughs> girl. <laughs> He's a lucky guy. She's a gorgeous girl. Thank you. Uh-huh. Very, uh, very, very good-looking gal. And and so it's a tough name. So Alicia, and that one's spelled. And she says her mom messed up. It's L A L I C I A Alicia. Oh yeah, Alicia. Her last name is Wang. She yeah, I cha- saw that. <laughs> she hasn't changed it yeah. to Heist. And it's funny, we we're just questioning whether or not we uh, put in the wedding certificate or not. We actually don't know if I'm married to her. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something you might want to find out. Right. <laughs> I see a lot of couples do that when they get married. Younger couples, they mm-hmm. keep their last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah, got I my last name. And, and people that are in entertainment, too, mm-hmm. of yep. course. Yep. So, yeah. So, um, let's hear about your upbringing um, in Jackson. And, uh, and I know all cities change uh, all the time through time. Has yours? Has, has Jackson changed? So Jackson, Michigan, which is south-central Michigan, uh, south of Lansing, about 30 minutes, just in case people don't know They've where got that's the at. Great Cascade Falls. Cascade yes, they Falls do. Yeah. Largest enclosed prison. Yes. That's oh, that's right. <laughs> yep, that's yeah, right. The yeah, that's right. And they used to have a speed trap. Uh, but they don't have that anymore. They changed that. I thought all towns had a speed trap. Yeah. No? Mm, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, so I lived pretty much like in the in, in the city uh, of Jackson, and oh. I had a great upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, just like this really fun neighborhood where you just like knew all your neighbors, and you would go down to the intersection, you play baseball mm-hmm. and football, mm-hmm. and. Um, have dinner, it's it's have dinner at Steve's Ranch. Steve's Ranch, yes, actually, yes, I, I bet do. you're wondering how I know that. <laughs> okay, yeah, I am actually. Yeah, are you looking up? <laughs> no, no, I'm not actually. Um, um, I have uh, one of my really good friends that I've known most of my life, Michael. Uh, he grew up in the Jackson area, so I spent time at his parents' house uh, mm-hmm. in my early twenties. Uh, we were in college and, you know, uh, helping with projects around the house. So I got to know the downtown Jackson area. Yeah. So here's my Steve's Ranch story yes. real quick. Uh, my first job, I, I put in sprinkler systems over mm-hmm. the summer. Mm-hmm. Oh. At random. Sure. Still still love irrigation and landscape. Um, <laughs> but when I got my first uniform, and I must have been 19, for the irrigation company, I went to Steve's Ranch in the uniform and met with two co-workers that had my first business breakfast. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I, that's my Steve's Ranch story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's funny. It. That's, well, I mean, you know, it's funny. It's not that exciting, though. But, <laughs> but it no, was... I mean, just like these blue pants and just like this real proper irrigation shirt with my name oh, on sure. it. Oh, sure. Just like 19 years old. Right. That could have been a, my future. I, who knew? It could have been. Yeah, you could have been installing sprinklers, but now you're managing our town. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Speaking of future, went to the flower shop 
Back to the Fuchsia. Uh, back to the Fuchsia. And I kept repeating that last night to, to oh, everyone that I could talk to. Good. And they thought it was as funny as I thought it was. Back to the Fuchsia. Just it is. It is a it. cool name. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's a work. It's a workshop, isn't it? I mean, you walked in there. It's not this glamorous. You know, like a salon-looking shop. We're in there working at our our desk there, um, nonstop, right. and and uh, so it's it's actually a workplace. You know, is there another flower shop? The, uh, no, this it's the only uh, flower shop in Saugatuck. Uh, however, there's a, a wonderful flower shop in Douglas, mm-hmm. and uh, so I always say that Back to the Fuchsia is the best flower shop in Saugatuck, and VX Flowers is the best uh, uh, flower shop in Douglas. So it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a couple different places. Um, uh, we deliver uh, down as far as South Haven um, and all the way through, you know, uh, the Glen area, mm-hmm. uh, Fenville area, mm-hmm. Holland. Do a lot of deliveries in Holland. Of course, lots of local deliveries as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, um, I noticed a lot of people in town yesterday for this time of year. And I know this is your first time, you know, spending a winter here in Saugatuck. It gets pretty quiet here usually mm-hmm. during, during the <laughs> yes. winter time. Um, but we've seen an increase of folks staying at our bed and breakfast mm-hmm. and visiting our shops more than ever mm-hmm. uh, this fall and winter season. Um, have you had a chance to check out all the other shops? Well, I went to the, I know pen- you've been I went to the penny sale. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. The infamous penny sale. Yay, very Shop smart. Shark. Very, yeah. very excited about that. Um, great, great deal. And, you know, I, I've been popping in uh-huh. here and there. Yeah. Different shops, different restaurants. Yeah, it must be hard with things being closed down or, you know, the 25% restrictions. It must be hard to be able to experience the full saga tuck with everything being kind of a little less open right now. But uh-huh. Uh-huh. it's... Um, it is a bit awkward. Yeah. Yeah, to move to a place. And not be able to go <laughs> We don't really know anyone. <laughs> right. And, um, and, you know, the baby, Vivian, she doesn't know a world with people without masks. So yeah, she, at uh... this point in time, probably thinks that anyone that's not her family has oh, a mask. Right. Like, that's, yeah, how that's, humans, yeah. that's how humans are. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, it res- yeah. and it restricts uh, like your facial emotions right. with a mask. So, right. and... Uh-huh. Babies in particular react to facial movement and, and emotions that they can see, and to not be able to see half of the emotions that are going on, it's kind of got to be a strange world for her. It is. So now, before you came over here, you were making omelets at uh, Egg Harbor? Is that <laughs> Egg Harbor? Isn't Egg Harbor such a great name? Egg Harbor. Yeah. Uh, you're from Egg Harbor. You were the city manager there in Wisconsin across the big pond we call Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, you did some uh, great things there. How long were you there in Egg Harbor? Five and a half years. Yeah. Great accomplishments there. Um, I know that uh, while you were there, you helped to raise a beautiful community building. Um, and uh, it had been quite a thing to move over here. And I, I'm sure you don't – you've only been – you're kind of new still. This is your first couple weeks, right? Yeah, very new. And so um, uh, you found a home here, right? And that was probably the first thing you have to do. And um, you probably have to take – you still have things to take care of over there that you're closing up on and finishing up on. And now you're opening up a whole new chapter here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can imagine you're pro- you probably got your hands full. You don't have much time to walk around and shop in town. But – you will have plenty of time. Uh, we have some great shops here, and uh, we recommend that uh, your wife check all of them out as well. <laughs> um, so, um, 
tell us your approach about city management. You know, I uh, watched, uh, you know, your interview process, and um, and uh, I know that uh, you were kind of a lot of the local favorites. We we all watched on uh, Zoom, mm-hmm. the city Zoom, whether we watched it live or whether we watched it on their YouTube channel, and um, which you can go to Saugatuck City and get that. And um, uh, uh, and we were excited to have you as our city manager. Uh, we've seen what you did in Egg Harbor, and uh, and uh, I know the city uh, council uh, really was impressed with your approach. Um, what is your approach to city management, and what do you consider your role? Well, I, my approach is to find what most of the people can agree upon, and so – the stakeholders, businesses and residents. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's usual, usually like this little divide in tourist-based economies between those two, but there doesn't really have to be. What 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 can every most people agree upon? Um, and Egg Harbor, Door County, was the environment, protecting the environment. Mm-hmm. I've already heard that, like through, you know, both businesses and residents can agree on that. Right. And then uh, propping up the, the art scene, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, public arts or performance arts, um, who you know? Who can say negative things about right. those two things? Right? right, environment, arts, and so in Egg Harbor, I was like, okay, here's every you know. This is two things that people, most people, can agree upon. Mm-hmm. Let's let's develop a brand around those two things, and now we're like talking to each other, and like we can throw some high fives around the community, mm-hmm. and we did a really good job. So I think that's uh, first of all. I'm gonna just kind of sit back and watch and listen, mm-hmm. learn, be, yeah. and learn, and just try to like do active listening and try not to talk too much. It's um, it's a funny thing when city managers get hired into a place. We like immediately want to pontificate and just like seem real smart, sure. but um, that's a mistake, you know. I, <laughs> so I'm gonna seem kind of lazy and just like, <laughs> <laughs> like sitting back and, and listening. But I think that's super important to get a sense of culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, before um, I start asserting my <laughs> my government knowledge, mm-hmm. yeah, um, sure. So that that's kind of my approach, and just kind of see how staff does their thing, and just kind of see how we can work as a team. And then also, it's really important to get council to understand their role, mm-hmm. um, right. which brings me to like the council manager form of government, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which most municipalities have in, in the United States, and really that boils down to the elected officials are a legislative body, and their role is to form policy. Mm-hmm. Right. They, 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 they make the rules, and then it's my job to execute the rules. Right. And they should just kind of stay away from that a little bit or a lot of bit, depending on the situation. <laughs> um, and so just let me handle Well, that's what you're hired for. They trust mm-hmm. you to, to – yeah. Uh-huh, sure. Yeah, when I explained it to people, I was like, it's, it's kind of a corporation you know, where you have a board. Correct. And they make the decisions, and they have a CEO, you know, right. and the CEO does all the all the business. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's very very similar to that, um, and that can be boiled down a little bit further to like the how, the the what and the how. So the council decides what we're doing, mm-hmm. and then like leave it to me to figure out how we're going to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's that's complicated, but sure. that's basically how it works. Sure. Uh, you know, it's kind of like being, you know, what you described as a lot like uh, on a different level of being a business administrator right. that, of, a, of a nonprofit yep. Uh, yep. Uh, for Sadaba um, as the administrator and, you know, facilitating lots of events. A lot of folks assume 
that I'm also the rulemaker. <laughs> and so, I, and I and I, I bet managers, and I know Kirk uh, Harrier that I had a good mm-hmm. relationship with. Uh, uh, he, uh, we would talk a lot about that. How folks, you know, they they look at you as you're the. Uh, although you're leading in some aspects, you're going by what the law has already, you know, told you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you might be leading the execution of that law, but it's certainly not something that you created yourself. So yeah, and, and See, I call it being the monkey in the middle is what I call <laughs> my job. Well, uh, but uh, a city manager has a little bit more authority. So than, yeah. than a than a nonprofit uh, business administrator. Um, so you know, I've received a lot of like. You did this to me, like finger pointing in mm-hmm. my face, like you didn't plow my street or whatever, right? Oh, right. Um, and I'm like, well, I'm more of on a, a policy level. I was like, not so much me. Like when you meet, when you point your finger at me and you say you, you're really talking about the council, right? Like I don't vote on anything, correct? And my job is to just make recommendations, mm-hmm. and I'm human and I have bias because mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. human. Right. And so I'll make my recommendations kind of just based around my level of knowledge and my life experience. And sometimes those can lean a little bit of different, you know, mm-hmm. one side or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not make I don't vote on anything. So right. s- stop pointing your finger <laughs> at me, sir. Yeah, of course. I, I get that all the time. In fact, I get phone calls when there's lights out on the street and it's mm-hmm. my fault. Mm-hmm. And so I have to tell them, well, that's actually a city project. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Ha- have either of you watched the show Parks and Recreation? Yes. yes. <laughs> that's my life. I love that show. <laughs> that's a fun show. Now, you know, I'm looking at, I always ask my guests to give me a little bio and some questions. Questions and uh, you you gave me some interesting questions here <laughs> um, because I'm reading one of them. What's your power and do you know what a power animal is? I don't. I know what a spirit animal is. is, is it, it similar? What's your power? Is that what it is? The same so thing. Funny. So who knows if a power animal if even exists? Because um, when I told my <laughs> wife that I submitted that question, he goes, "She goes, what is a power animal? Yeah, right. He's like I've heard of a spirit animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, kind of the same thing. Yeah. Or... So I think I just invented power animal. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to. I think I would be a bird. I, I'm just very flighty. Kind of my bird? dad always called me a parrot, probably because I talk all the time. <laughs> but my dad used to always call me a bird because I was very flighty. I still am. Um, and uh, but I, I guess I would be some kind of a bird. Um, uh, uh, but um, uh, <laughs> just very powerful. Um, but um, uh, what 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 is your power animal? My, yeah. What's my power? What, what would you get? Yeah. What would you consider yourself, um, Jen? Uh, is a I think I would have to be. Ooh, this is a hard question. Yeah. yeah. Power kinda, animal. Yeah. So what you associate your personality with? I would yeah. have to be somewhere in the horse range. Little. Oh really? Yeah. Kind of st- steady, but um, yeah, I think I would go with that. Steady. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. I got to yeah, watch my jokes here yeah. because I. I'll share those jokes. That's, that's after, such a tough share those jokes after the hard. show. <laughs> and then after I submitted the question, I was like, "Oh shoot!" Like, yeah, I never I thought about this. On. Like, what would be my power animal? Yeah. And ultimately, I landed with like um, a rainbow trout oh. that runs oh. up the river. Oh, um, that's right. But then can I... re- that doesn't die like salmon, mm-hmm. and then goes mm-hmm. back to the big lake, and right. then goes back up. And I feel like that's kind of my life. It's like short spurts of like really intense activity and going, pulling back a little bit and, and you know, collecting myself, getting ready for the next run. Right, right. Um, You spent some time in the water, I see. Um, Right. 
you uh, uh, scuba dive, or um, I've seen some uh, pictures online with you in the water. Is that Lake Michigan I'm seeing that you uh, spent uh, time at on your uh, social media pages? So I think what you're talking about is um, um, snorkeling and spearfishing. Oh, wow. In the fresh water. So, yeah, I did that on Lake Michigan, the Bay of Green Bay, um, which is an interesting sport. So this is diving underwater. Uh, with something called a Hawaiian sling, which is like um, a spear, uh-huh. um, and and killing perch. Oh wow! Wow! <laughs> wow! And it's a really selective way to harvest food. It sure uh, is. Rather than hook and line. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we used to do that in the country. We we I grew up on the east side of the state uh, from. Uh, our backyard ditches that run off of uh, South or uh, Huron River, mm-hmm. and uh, we would spearfish just for fun, That's not the kind you'd eat, like suckerfish yeah. type yeah. thing. Uh, and, yeah. um, and we would have the spears and we have the little wading boots. And I had a friend who missed the fish, but got his foot. Uh, that wait. Well, a little memory there. Um, uh, so, do you spend a lot of time in the water, water sports? Yeah, I do. Outside of um, spearfishing, I, I also surf. Cool. Great Lakes. Wow. Um, I have to introduce you to my friend Craig Kilgore. He works for Mill Pond Realty. He likes to see, he does the windsurfing, and he'll do that. Uh, He lives up in Grand Haven, Mm -hmm. and uh, he likes to get into that windsurfing, and I I see him do that. On the big lake? I'd love to do that, but it's scary. Huh? Does he go out on the big lake? Oh, yeah. Wow. And and he'll go out there when it's pretty wavy and choppy. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's got to be safer than an ocean, though, right? I mean, you know, I would think it would be safer in a lake than an ocean. Um, So do you go out there? really. So how big, like, so you go surfing. Do you wait till the waves are like, of course, they have to be over three feet, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I wait till the waves are really, really big and dangerous, uh-huh. and then I tell my wife that I love her, and out the door I go. She, I mean, I'm, we're talking is, about overhead waves, we're talking six foot, wow. foot oh, Lord. waves, yeah, yeah. no, yeah. It's, it's really amazing. What does she think about, what does she think about that, about you going out? She's so happy. Oh, that, no. <laughs> for me to just get out of the house. Get out! <laughs> yeah, right. She doesn't care, like, why I'm leaving, just get out. <laughs> you notice, uh, uh, since you've gotten your job, uh, lots of personality here, right? Oh, right. yeah. Talk, right? Uh, oh, oh, yes. And, and uh, I know you came from Egg Harbor, which was a little artesian-type community mm-hmm. as well. Similar. Okay. Have you been to Oxmo? Have you d- uh, discovered any uh, of Oxbow yet? I know it's the winter time, and they'll have Friday night open studios. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, back up again this year um, as we move forward out mm-hmm. of uh, out of uh, COVID. Um, hoping, and we're planning on music in the park as well this year. But um, I, you know, they've been a uh, institute here and a, a, a escape for artists from the Chicago Institute of Arts for mm-hmm. over a hundred years. Uh, you know, I, I read a little bit about mm-hmm. it, um, and then I had an artist in Door County reach out to me, a glass artist, and he was like, "I, I taught there for a while. It's a beautiful place." Mm-hmm. Um, I have not been to any of the buildings, but I did walk this beautiful trail, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Crow's, Crow's Nest, Crow's Nest. Crow's Nest yeah. Trail, which was amazing yeah. just to walk through that forest and then be on the beach yep. and then back into the forest. It yep. was mm-hmm. really something special. So I look forward to uh, meeting folks there. Right, right. Um, so, um, and then, uh, you know, the Sagatuck, Doug, or Sagatuck Douglas History Center, they're mm-hmm. in Douglas there downtown. Mm-hmm. If you go to their website, there's lots of information there, uh, uh, archives and all of that. I think it's really fun to look back, and, and YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I came across a YouTube uh, video of Sagatuck back in the 1950s, and it's kind of like different shots. And 
tons of people skiing down Mount Baldy. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And and uh, and uh, it's kind of interesting. So you know that that's a good place to find the history of Oxbow mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there uh, in those archives there. Uh, that's uh, Sagatak Douglas Historic History Center dot org. So it's a great uh, great. Uh, place to find out a lot about our town. You know, every town has history. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you, you go to every town, they go, oh, we've got history. We go, well, of course you do. You've been here for, <laughs> That's you know, what I don't know what history you... <laughs> that is, but, you know, of course you have history. But we have such an eclectic uh, group of people that have lived here, moved mm-hmm. here, and lived here over the years that there are some really, really neat stories. So, Quick question. Yeah, I'm sure. Sorry, it's your show. No, go ahead. Um, <laughs> how, how long does it take to become a local? Is, and so okay. let me just preface this a little bit, sorry. In Door County, it was at least three generations before we were considered. Oh, wow, a yeah. Well, yeah, it, it does get like that here mm-hmm. some, sometimes. sometimes. Um, you've, got, you've got a small clique that like, everybody has their different view of it. Mm-hmm. Um, be, I, my view is because I'm a transplant, mm-hmm. like about half of us here at least right. are transplants. Um, first generation or maybe last generation transplants. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a five-year rule myself. Five years? Okay. Because I've seen folks that do move into town or start businesses or get involved. And then within the span of five years, it might, you know, uh, uh, it's just not the right fit. Right. Um, it is a small town. The dynamics are different. I can't pick my nose without the whole town knowing. Um, you know, uh, it really no, it really this is, is that. Very Try it. And, and well, that's what it is with a small town, mm-hmm. less than a thousand people here full time. Um, so it's hard to hide. Okay. Um, uh, but um, but uh, you know, and and things in a small town, uh, people don't forget easily. So if <laughs> if, if there's you know some hard feelings or whatever, um, you know, uh, it sometimes it takes a minute to get over that. I know <laughs> folks that have held on to things for decades, you know, that happened in this town. I'm like, oh gosh, just give it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, um, but uh, but uh, I see that as well. Um, why did you even decide that you even wanted to be a city manager? I mean, because I can't imagine, you know, what your desk looks like. <laughs> it, it's funny when my like friends from high school find out that I'm a city manager. They're like, "You're a what? And what are those even? Who, what do they do even?" Um, they <laughs> did not picture me being in like government, uh, mm. especially local government. So, um, why did I get into it? Because I, um, well, the. I always was into and still am into protecting the environment. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a really great way to do it. When I started when I started college, I was in environmental studies. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is cool, but I don't feel like I'm going to have a big impact if I work for the Department of Natural Resources. Sorry, Department of Natural Resources. But if I study urban planning and mm-hmm. I can start getting into zoning and like protecting different sectors of our landscape, uh-huh. um, I think I'll have a bigger impact. So I started there, yeah. Um, but always was into like landscape and irrigation and like working outdoors. Um, and so that's how I got into it. Um, and I stayed into it because I really can see that I can have an impact on the people's quality of life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I mentioned Parks and Recreation, the show right. earlier. <laughs> But it's so true. Like, what do, what do people complain about? Like, streetlights and potholes. Yes. And Christmas yes. lights. Yeah. Yes. And I was talking to somebody else yesterday that came into the office, and um, they were talking about the fact that they got involved in local government and that they joined a, a Parks and Public Works committee, and they learned about infrastructure and, like, 
water lines and sewer mm-hmm. lines. Mm-hmm. And people have no idea like what happens when they flush the toilet. Oh, it's like yeah. it goes to heaven. Who yeah. right. like, yep. <laughs> we don't care. I don't care. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you after uh, working at Cal but there's Lake a whole, there's like you know there's a whole system there's a whole mm-hmm. thing that takes care of all of your waste and uh-huh. um, brings you water and mm-hmm. um, and I should mention while I'm thinking of it yeah. that some of the issues that are going on in Sagatuck and not, not to minimize them or, or be critical right. are really great issues oh, like if, if we're you know we have a fence that we're right. talking mm-hmm. about yep. and parking problems. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, always. Let's, 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 oh, get ready always, for that, yeah, by the yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, as long, I've been here for 12 years, and I, we would vacation here as a kid growing mm-hmm. up, and mm-hmm. that was always the case, mm-hmm. you know. We are, we knew on our way to Saugatuck that there would be a parking issue. That was back in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> you know, it's always been that way, so get yeah. used to that. But that, isn't that a good problem to have, though, right? Right. Always put um, it in context. Hey, a lot of secret places to hide, uh, or I mean to hide, um, <laughs> To, to put your car is is uh, I'll tell you that after the show. Um, but <laughs> uh, there's a parking lot right across the street from First Congregational Church mm-hmm. up here, yep. right up here on the hill. Just okay. so you know, pop a dollar there. Uh, it goes towards fundraising. They uh, use those funds to build a new roof last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I often find a spot there when I can't find a spot in town. So just so you know. Okay. Uh, uh, but Thank uh, you. of course, the high school will be the open. High in the school, summer. and then they have the interurban. And the the transit yep. down that, that'll bring you down into mm-hmm. town we we're running out of time i'm getting into the last minute here and i uh, want to thank you for coming on yeah. um anything else you'd like to share with us ryan no um, something for maybe a trivia question or something I don't, well <laughs> cj was gonna work on it we never really got it together he's my sound man's got nothing to do and he's just sitting over there why is there a dry county in door county or dry, dry area in door county there's a dry area in door county there was ephraim the village of Ephraim uh-huh. was a dry municipality wow. until two years ago. Uh-huh. It sounds like Zealand. Uh-huh. And now there's wine shops and people there drink. You <laughs> well, you know, we want to be more wet here. So, what? no, really. Uh, you know, they're talking about having what downtown Allegan does is that uh, mm-hmm. drinking. And yeah. shopkeepers and that are talking about, you know, maybe moving forward with having a social district where I folks can walk great. around town. I think that's with a great idea. I think that's a great idea, too. Hey, Ryan, thanks for coming on. I uh, wish I could have you on longer. Um, uh, it's been great to get to know more about you. Um, and uh, so you're not you're not going to make all these these fierce changes and all that. And and uh, and uh, uh, we uh, we hope that you enjoy your job. Welcome mm-hmm. to Sagatuck. And uh, we hope that uh, uh, if you need anything, reach out to any of us. It's a small town. I know I've reached out to you to ask if you need help moving furniture, whatever. I know that uh, it's uh, you've got a big plate just from the move. Yeah. Um, and so, so welcome to town. Hope you enjoy your new job. And I look forward to working with you as we do events uh, throughout uh, the season in the next few years. Uh, hoping to have music in the park. Hey, hey, folks, this is Saga Tuck on Sunday. I want to thank you for tuning in to our Valentine's Day edition. And our uh, next guest coming up is Casey Locker from downstairs, the Land Sharks. We're going to talk about her store and uh, get, get a little bit uh, personal with her as well. We'll also stick around at our 830 hour. We'll have our musical guest, Code West, will be on. So this is Saga Tuck on Sunday on 92.7 The Van. This is Gregory Muncy. And also, you can check out our podcast at 927thevan.com. We'll be right back after these messages.
Good morning and welcome to Saga Talk on Sunday with your host Gregory Muncy on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Gregory talks with area business owners, civic leaders, as well as other folks in the region to find out what's happening in the Saga Talk Douglas area. Saga Talk on Sunday is being brought to you by Charming Saga Talk Rentals, The Interurban, Back to the Future, and Mill Pond Realty. And now Gregory Muncy with Saga Talk on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van. Love is in the air. Aren't I a good singer? Yes. Isn't that good? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Uh-huh. Thank yeah. You. Welcome back to Saga Talk on Sunday. <laughs> Had to give my little, you know, maybe Simon Cowell is listening out there. You know, get my big spot someday. You'll <laughs> be discovered and become a huge star. Right. Um, welcome back. This is Gregory Muncy, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host Jen Ludwig, and we just were talking to Ryan Heiss, the Saga Tuck City Manager. Yeah, he's quite young. Yeah, quite young. Quite cute. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that what you think? Very handsome. Oh, oh, you got a crush? Yeah. Is that what you're <laughs> it is Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Settle Day. Settle down, Jen. <laughs> Settle. <laughs> Real nice guy, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, very I think so nice. too. Yeah, I, very th- I think he'll fit in perfect. Yeah, and it sounds like the issues that he's focused around are, are with arts and, and our environment. Those are two key components of this town. So That's for it's, sure. It's a good, it seems like it's going to be a good match. Yeah. He seems like uh, he's got a good grasp mm-hmm. on um, working with a community mm-hmm. and having to open his ears. Yep. That's what you got to do a lot yeah. around here. Our opinionated opinions here. <laughs> and, the, and a council that he has to report to Mark Beckin and, and right. crew. So uh, Mark Beckin over at safe Harbor insurance company. Mm-hmm. He's over there on Blue Star in the strip mall there where Vicky's Diner is. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to those guys. I just purchased a couple insurance policies and uh, they do a great job. Very personable. Mm-hmm. So much mm-hmm. different than buying, you know, just getting your insurance online just to take care of it. Yeah. But he sits down. Oh, boy, I learned a lot about the process mm-hmm. of insurance mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, this and that. He, he started talking. Mark Beckin started talking. You got a minute? <laughs> that sounds I'm like, like... <laughs> and I'm at work, you know, and, you know, working on the flowers. I said, yeah, you know. And I was probably on the phone with at least a half hour telling me all reasons why. And at first I'm thinking, why are you telling me all this? Just give me my insurance. That's what, you know. But then, you know, I, I learned so much from him, mm-hmm. you know, about it. So it's nice to have that personable service. Um, when you go for insurance, that they do everything from life to auto to homeowners mm-hmm. uh, to renters yep. um, insurance mm-hmm. as well. Um, so um, uh, we want to welcome. We were talking about our next guest. We're upstairs above Land Sharks live every Sunday, and uh, and usually about the time that David is down there opening up the shop, shoveling out the front. Um, these folks are always in their store. I'll be downstairs having my cigarette, and they're down there always working on the windows. If you notice, pay attention to their windows because they change often. Yes. And uh, we want to welcome to the show. I don't have a disco ball, Casey, uh, but let's welcome to the show Casey Locker. Let's give her a, a big you. round of applause. I don't know how the applause is sounding to you folks, but um, but uh, you know our fake applause is not here. The that disco nice. ball is gone, and I blame CJ. <laughs> I think, so. you know, it's almost time to come back. With the disco ball going, dance right. at Coral Gables, you know, it's time. Yeah, yeah, I think so, too. Um, Casey, welcome to the show. Thank I know you, you um, uh, since I've moved here, um, I've shopped at Land Sharks. <gasps> I am such a habitual shopper down there. You know, Kimberly brought up to me, and I didn't realize it, 
in one year, I had bought four pairs of the OnCloud shoes. <laughs> I love those shoes. Yeah, they're popular. Beautiful. I have two pair myself. Great, great, great land. Um, how long has Land Sharks been here in town? So 32 years Land wow. Sharks has been in town. We're a second generation business, um, which is pretty special. You mm-hmm. don't see that happen mm-hmm. often, especially now. Um, small businesses sure. are not thriving the way they used to, although in a town like ours, that's not really the case. We are a unique place that really values small business and mm-hmm. protects right. it. So 32 years in the community. Wow, wow, wow. And um, you've got a couple of kids. I know, beautiful kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been uh, in one of the uh, Christmas plays uh, mm-hmm. with, with mm-hmm. one of your daughters who yes. played Tiny Tim. Oh. Yeah. I was her dad. Yeah, you yeah, were. I was, How crazy is that? Yeah. So Tiny Tim, and then she was the ghost of Christmas past? Was she Was past? it present? She was in the white, she the was white an angel-like dress. Like, mm. uh, character. Christmas future? I don't know. Take don't ask me. I've only been in the play for how many years now with Steve <laughs> Williford. Couldn't tell you. Anyway, she grew up from Tiny Tim and got to play another part, which she is really fun. A, she did a great Tiny Tim. Yeah, her dad was Tiny Tim 30 years before oh, she was out. Tiny Tim. That's mm-hmm. funny. He's part of, David's part of the original crew. Yeah. Um, I thought 34 years, I think, uh, they've been putting that on. Hmm. Yeah, that play. And it used to be at the church. When David was on it, it was at the church up yeah. on the hill, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, Landsharks just had their penny sale. Yes. And that was last week. So I'm sorry you folks missed it, but, you know, we talked about it quite a bit here on the radio. And uh, you buy a, you buy an item. They, they do this every year, but you got to look for it because it might be the end of January. It might mm-hmm. be February. Mm-hmm. Uh, they only give a couple days notice mm-hmm. because a lot of us locals start. We know it's coming. It's coming. So we start stocking things. Things out, you know, we're like, oh, what are we going to get? What are we going to get? And you guys had your pennies sale. How'd that go for you? It was great. We were not sure how to make it work this year with COVID, but um, we actually feel like it was a more successful penny sale. People had more space to move, uh, time to really kind of make decisions. In the past, the place is packed and there's this feverish feel like you've got to hurry and find the things that you want. Mm-hmm. And we took names at the door. Kept our capacity at 20, which allowed our staff to be able to really give great customer service. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think it was comforting kind of to the customers to not sure. have that crazy rush. It worked out really well. Did we definitely had to think hard about how to execute it, but it was great. Good. Right. Um, now, I, I don't want to get too much into it because we just like to talk about the brighter things in life here. But have you had any customers that might have presented a challenge uh, during COVID? You know, in the beginning, because when, I see some folks that, you know, yeah, I think it's in the beginning, it was a challenge just because there were no clear kind mm-hmm. of rules about behavior and expectation. Sure. Um, David and I team tend to be kind of non confrontational people, right. so you know, our goal is to have great customer service, and so we try to accommodate people. And um, people have been very respectful, you know, we put signs at the door asking for masks with a picture of our family, um, our girls, and my and husband you- and I. And that has been really, I think it's done two things it's helped people really personalize, like, mm-hmm. this is not, you know, following these rules is important for our business and it impacts our family. Mm-hmm. And then, two, it's kind of put a face to what you're doing when you support a business like mm-hmm. ours, that you're mm-hmm. supporting a family. Yeah. So, sure. I think. Customers have been great. We've been really pleased, and I don't. Our our staff hasn't had to deal with anything too upsetting. You know, it's been good. Uh, during during COVID, when it started, um, you and David uh, uh, started doing live sessions on mm-hmm. Facebook, mm-hmm. and they started running Very around fast. town. 
in these shark costumes. It was hilarious. If you go to their Facebook page and you'll scroll down, that's Land Sharks on Facebook, and you'll scroll down, you'll see a lot of the videos that they shared. I know they, they would go do birthdays, and mm-hmm. they'd, yeah. they'd come out of the back of the van. I, I know they came to Mill Pond one time for Melanie's birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, Phil, the FedEx driver, um, got with them, <laughs> and they jumped out of the FedEx truck and saying happy birthday to her <laughs> in their in the shark costumes. Yeah. And and then the, they've been doing I I know you were doing some evening things at home. Mm-hmm. And David's there just having his cocktails, having he's, he's got the little bottle of wine there and I think it's hilarious because he's like the the goofy guy and you don't really always see that side of him at Land Sharks because mm-hmm. he's always, you know, it's, it's not that he's not friendly, but it's just he's at home. He's letting loose, mm-hmm. and I, I can tell Casey. Sometimes you're like David. Oh my gosh! Well, two <laughs> things on that. First of all, Dave and I have been married for almost 15 years. But when I w- when we didn't have kids, we worked together all the time at the store. And Dave was we're dating. He was so serious at work that I actually thought he didn't like me. I'm like, what's because he was a different person outside of work right. than he was mm-hmm. at work. And I think you know that shows when you at the store, you know what you're getting somebody who's really taking it seriously and values the customers right um and then i guess i can't recall my second point but yeah oh the second point is you were saying earlier about small towns and you know you can't escape Mm -hmm. certain Mm -hmm. things you know being first of all the lives were amazing they they saved our sanity because it would be easy to go in the opposite direction you know you make a choice when you're presented with difficult things how Mm -hmm. you're going to face them so at any rate you know i'm a school teacher in this town and my husband does not. So I had to hold it together and be responsible. I certainly would have liked to have more booze on Facebook Live, but I left it up to him, and he did a good job. I think it was a lot of fun. Uh-huh. I liked the taste testing when you were doing this, the blind taste testing of the seltzers yeah. and, and that the beers. Fun. That was fun. I can't that was believe fun... how disgusting oh. most of that stuff tastes when you're not looking at it and like... You know? right. Oh yeah, yeah. For the yeah. seltzers, I don't yeah. know about beer. I'm not a beer. See, I'm not a seltzer person either. Yeah. 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 Kind of gross, but fun. It's fun. Yeah. Um, so um, uh, let's talk a little bit about the store. You've got rentals there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people don't know about that, and I, I think I might bring that up every Sunday here on the show. That downstairs you've got snowshoes and cross country skis. We for do mm-hmm. snowshoes and cross country skis, and every one of the stores is capable of giving you direction as to where to ski or snowshoe. Uh-huh. We finally have enough snow on the ground that it's it's fun to do. People right. are dying for things to do outside, yeah. you right. know. So we are seeing a huge uptick in rentals this year. And there's also, this happened in the summer with kayaks, Mm, bicycles. mm -hmm. You couldn't find them anywhere. Right. You can also no longer find cross-country skis or snowshoes to buy in person. And even online, it's difficult. Mm -hmm. You could wait six or eight weeks. Winter will be over. Sure. Um, So on that note, we are probably in the next four to five weeks going to start unloading our inventory. Every couple of years, we we get rid of our old old snowshoes and cross-country skis. So do you sell them? Yep, oh, we'll sell them. Okay, I have to so look for that. We'll we'll advertise and let you know. Um, yeah. But we're going to bring in a whole new mm-hmm. kind of fleet of snowshoes and cross country skis, and we will mm-hmm. be purchasing more for mm-hmm. next year because the demand was so high. And I do think COVID has kind of redirected people's attention to the outdoors. Yes, you know, right. so I totally agree. I expect next year to be just as strong in terms mm-hmm. of rentals as long as there's snow. Now, how much are the rentals? Eighteen dollars a day for oh, either fantastic. snowshoes either. or the mm-hmm. ski. 
Wow, eighteen dollars, yeah, and that's for the whole day. So I right. take them in the morning, but I've got to get them back to you before you close. Is it's that... usually by eleven a.m. the next day. Oh, oh. We, we'd love Fantastic. to have them before the end of the day, just so that we can, you know, hit sure. the ground running yep. the next day yep. for rentals for other people. But you have until the that's next day. that's fun. Eighteen bucks. Yeah, that's, that's cheap a for that's a, a full price. day of fun. Yeah, and a little exercise and fresh air and. Mm-hmm. Time yeah. spent with friends. Yeah, right. And right. snowshoeing is tough. That's a, yeah. that's no joke. It, but it, it's, it, it's tough, but it doesn't require skill. Right. You know, I mean, right. like, I think if you're on cross-country skis, you've got to learn how to do that. But mm-hmm. strap on a pair of snowshoes and you're ready to go. Walking. It yeah. is, it but is, it is yeah, a good workout. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, tell us about, you've got a winter rental program, I understand. What is that? Do you mean about the cross-country skis? And oh, is that what you meant? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Because <laughs> I was looking at this, I was like, what, what's going on? Um, uh, uh, <laughs> sorry about That's that. That's okay. Um, along with the ski rentals and all that, of course, you've got great outerwear. And yes. what is the culture of Land Sharks? What, what, what's the, you know, there's, you know, branding, but you, you guys seem to cover everything mm-hmm. in your store. You've got women's, you've got men's, you've got active wear, you've got casual wear, you've got mm-hmm. going out Shoes. wear. Right. Um, so what's kind of, what's your culture? So the, the tagline is outfitters for active people. Uh-huh. So we are not the place you're going to necessarily find, you know, a dress for someone's wedding sure. with shoes. Although you can in the summertime, find those things. Uh-huh. Um, we evolve quite a bit over time. We've evolved. I've noticed really? that you have more women's selections we now do. than you used yeah, to. We, we are pretty selective when it comes to the brands that we carry and we try to, to have a cohesive look in the store. So mm-hmm. it's not too confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, our our clothing is meant to be worn for a very long time. Mm-hmm. It endures lots of washes, hard use through mm-hmm. physical right. activity. Um, and we are able to give advice to people who need a particular piece that they want to last. You know, mm-hmm. we, my husband's closet is in, incredibly small. His clothing lasts 20 years plus. And mm-hmm. I have to tell him, like, it's got to go. That is not in style anymore. <laughs> but it, if you buy something from land sharks it will last and if it doesn't last we will fix it right you know, we will make sure it's right uh, so, oh they do i remember oh about 10 years ago i bought a pair of tennis shoes it's it was a brand that you don't carry now mm-hmm. and uh i took them back because they were fraying mm-hmm. a little bit like the the bottom part was fraying and it was like no question here we'll take care of that we'll call you we'll let you know you know the process and when it's ready and come in, picked up the new shoes, they let me keep the old shoes. Oh, nice. As well. Uh, not that you always do that, but I know in that case with that right. company. It depends on what the company's choice. Sometimes sure. they'll tell the, us to just donate it or they'll want them back to be uh-huh. able to make decisions about how to proceed with that product, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But our goal is, again, to provide really great customer service. We are in a tricky situation when we're competing with online merchants mm-hmm. who can fulfill something you want almost immediately. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we don't have everything under the sun in the store. Right. I think we have quite a bit and you yeah. can find great things for Christmas or birthdays or to wear out to dinner. But people are in in a sense really looking for instant gratification now. Uh-huh. And we can't always provide that, but what we can what we can provide is really great customer service. We can solve your problems, we can give good advice and you can't Get that when you right. purchase on Zappos or Amazon. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, great mm-hmm. brands. Um, you mm-hmm. know, you're known for the store for Patagonia. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's where that's where folks in town go to get their Patagonia. We yep. love that brand. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the other uh, Yeti. You sell the Yeti yes, brand yes. there. 
I saw now they have Yeti pet bowls. They have the <laughs> Yeti line is incredible. They have oh, it is. Ch- camp chairs, blankets, dog bowls, drinkware. It's it's incredible. It's also destruction proof. You know, you can oh, yeah. tear mm-hmm. that apart as well and it will hold up over time. And those Yeti cups are awesome. Mm-hmm. I use mine for coffee. That coffee's hot at one o'clock in the afternoon yeah. still. <laughs> um uh, you know, uh, I'll have pop in it. Mm-hmm. Only pop. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that ice. Until four, right? <laughs> that ice is in there like for 24 hours. Yeah, like if incredible. I leave, leave it on the counter I, and the next day I'm like, oh my gosh, when I go to clean it out, there's still ice in it. Our kids think that they should be able to take ice cream in their packed Ooh. lunch. Like it will insulate. We could have ice cream at school, mm. but that's not happening. <laughs> Any new brands coming this year? Uh, yeah, so we do have new brands. Uh, we have a great brand called Rumple that is uh, a blanket company. Mm-hmm. They're wonderful. You could, for music in the park. Awesome. Mm, it comes mm-hmm. in a little cinch bag. You can put it in. Um, we have a brand called Gooder. It's a running sunglass company. Not better, Gooder. Gooder. Good with an R at the end. No we are. Love my Ray-Bans. Ray-Bans are awesome. Gooder are very I've inexpensive, about $20, 20 okay. to $25 oh, a that's piece. that's very affordable. They're designed yeah. for staying on your face when you're running. Uh-huh. Great. Um, let's see. What else do we have coming in? Dave's going to kill me. He's probably listening right now. Oh, Dave's outside? Up. Oh, no, Dave's outside. He's not. Oh, oh look at who's outside. If you look out the window down oh, Butler Street, you'll notice that must outside. be Jessica. It's got to be Jessica. We see a huge dinosaur out there. Oh, my gosh. Look at this thing. That's got to be like 20 feet tall. There she is walking down the street. Local That's just celebrity. another normal day in Saga Talk. Gregory, people- I'm going to... I'm going to confirm what you're seeing because you are the kind of person who would tell a story. (laughs) But that is true. There is a T-Rex. There's a T-Rex invading Sagatuck right now, folks. Um, So, yeah, watch out. Uh, You know, I I suspected it might have been David. Uh, It's probably Jessica. That Jessica Johnson, she's up to no good again. So... (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've got a musical guest coming up next, um, uh, but they'll be on in a few minutes. You know Code West, right? I do, yeah. I've I've partied with Code West in the past. Yeah. I remember a couple years ago, David's like, Gregory, can you get Code West on uh, Music in the Park? I'll pay for it. And I'm like, well, if you're a sponsor, yeah. <laughs> you can choose whoever you want. And they were amazing. They uh, really pulled at a crowd. Yeah, they did. And everybody really had a good time. And that uh, was their first time in 2019 being at Music in the Park, I believe. And then, um, and then uh, of course, we planned on having them in 2020, but uh, then that happened. Right. Yeah. So we're still planning Music in the Park. Um, I did. I've uh, talked to the city about it, uh, our city council. And uh, we're still planning on having it. The Sadaba board has approved it. Um, we're going to move cautiously as we get to that date to see how things are. Mm-hmm. We're going to follow all of the CDC recommendations and rules, um, even if we have to put a fence around and, uh, you know, limit the people coming sure. into the park. Um, but uh, we're going we're gonna to make it a safe experience for everybody. I had so many calls last year. Uh, because music in the park was canceled, so many dis- yeah. disappointed locals. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's it- definitely a local favorite. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, I think we're going to have an incredible summer. Mm-hmm. Last summer was excellent. We had increased sales, oh, lots great. of great, um, grateful customers, and I think people are going to be dying to get outside. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of nature to be a part of here. There's a lot of outside right. to mm-hmm. be had. Um, so we are anticipating a really incredible summer. Mm-hmm. So get that ready because right. people are going to need things to do outside. Yes. Right. Um, I want to. Let's get back to you. Yeah. Um, teacher. 
Yes. So I have I've taught in the Hamilton community area oh, and okay. Saugatuck. Great. I system. am working part time this semester doing interventions. So I don't have my own classroom this year, which okay. is kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, just made a decision to step back after COVID. Mm hmm. It was a very demanding spring. Um, basically, we were, Lantarx was on life support and it was exhausting. The shark costume was fun, but it was emotionally draining. Mm -hmm. And so it was nice to be able to step back, but I'm back uh, working three and a half days a week with small groups of kids, you which is really fun. High school or? Elementary school. Elementary school. Mm -hmm. Oh, so, see, if I was a teacher, that's what I'd want to be, elementary. Yeah, yeah. Get them while they're still putty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because once they're in high school, it's like, oh, God, yeah. teenagers, what do you know? You know? I know. I wish I would have been more, you know, as a college student making decisions about teaching, I, I felt the same way. Kids, Little kids are so much fun. But high schoolers are pretty interesting, too. And mm -hmm. I, I think because I was young and it was – kind of intimidating you're basically going back into the dragon's lair mm -hmm. four years after you leave right so right. it seemed intimidating but i think that high schoolers are pretty amazing they're just bigger versions of the little ones they need a lot of support and i i know that we have really great high school teachers here that provide wonderful opportunities for our kids and i think it could be fun but i definitely love the little kids they're adorable and they really want to learn yeah, yeah. They're grateful to be in school. Okay. You know, I look at the clock and I always feel like we're always running out of time. Because I, I, I always want to, I always have so many questions pop up in my head. You're from the east side of the state, Casey. I am, yeah. And uh, I grew up on the east side myself. What was, what town? South of Detroit, Monroe County. Okay, I grew up in Genesee County. Oh, okay. In Fenton, Michigan. Yeah. So, Dave and I have a joke, but it's uh, basically, it's right in between... Ann Arbor and Flint off of 23. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, very different town than the one that I grew up in. Mm. It's it's really exploded in terms of, you know, people. I, there's mm. It's just much bigger than it was. Uh, it was definitely not like growing up in Saugatuck, though. So my children have a very different experience, um, but a really great one. I wouldn't mm -hmm. trade it for anything. Right. The girls right. growing up here. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, now, uh, where did you go to school? Uh, so... I went to Michigan State in Grand oh, Valley. Nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then kind of transplanted over here by accident. I got a teaching job in Hamilton and oh, met Dave downtown in Saugatuck. Uh -huh. And then made the move from Hamilton to Saugatuck 11 years ago as a teacher within right. the district. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I'm also from the east side. And uh, boy, what a difference here. Uh, a different, whole different culture from where I grew mm -hmm. up as well. I grew up in a small town, but, uh, you know, the tourism, the whole vibe here is, is a lot different. Mm -hmm. And a lot of community support. Um, you know, um, I see a lot of locals that, that shop at our stores and, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and I think that's a, a great thing, a special thing that we have here. And, you know, that's one thing that, you know, you folks and everybody listening, I, th I think that's, uh, you know, think something to consider about wherever you live, you know, um, and that is when you're making an economic decision, you know, when you're shopping for mm -hmm. things, uh, when you're making investments, um, you know, it's, it. It makes a big difference when you're doing it local. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, you, you know, you're supporting your own town your own, that you live yeah, in. Yeah, and community. we've all seen, like, those statistics. It's like 70% of the money you're spending stays in that community, right, almost right. 70%. I think it's it's just a practice you have to put yourself in. And I, I try to remember community over convenience. So how can I support my community instead of trying to meet my 
demand for convenience mm-hmm. as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. So if you can make that switch. The other thing is Dave and I have made a list of all the things you could buy in mm-hmm. Saugatuck Douglas and what you couldn't get. And the right. only thing we felt you couldn't buy here was a bicycle. Okay. Which I think that will change at some point in the future. You can Love rent a bike. A bike you can rent a shop. bike, but you can't buy a bike. And then the other thing, this is silly, but the phones at the store are obviously cordless phones and they need new battery packs every once in a while. Oh. You can't buy those here, but pretty much anything else you can imagine, you can get here. Right. You can. You just have to be thoughtful and intentional you really can. about it. And, and it, it, it's not breaking your bank either. You have, no. Like you said, you have to be thoughtful and, 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 and about it. Um, we're running out of time, but I want to find out what did David do for you for Valentine's Day? Oh, you know. So that's why I asked a question. (laughs) So Dave is really good about supporting local businesses as well. And he has always, uh, had bouquets made for myself and the girls. So there's the mom size bouquet and then the girls have their own small bouquet. Uh Uh, so that was presented to us. Uh huh. Which was wonderful. Did you like the flowers? They're beautiful. Oh, yes, good. absolutely. Good. They're gorgeous. Sure. And they look like they're going to last a really long time. They do. They're they do. really healthy. I'll just make sure you looking. water them every day. Um, you'd be surprised how thirsty they are. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure he's gotten you fresh flowers from yeah. uh, our flower shops here absolutely. in town before. Um, uh, so it, was that it? That's all he did? He well, it's early, Gregory. I, mean, I left him in bed. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> You should be so downstairs later. opening the show. I know. Yeah. No, well, that's, we're, we're open at 10, but you never know. He might be down there. He also wanted to go out to Mount Baldhead and ski this morning. So yeah, I won't be surprised. He's been making some trips out there. And yeah. Um, on I there. love their picks. You know, um, uh, I see their picks online. They do their own picks for their marketing mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, a lot of times it's them or locals mm-hmm. that we all know in these picks. And I don't know who's doing them for you. Very professional looking. Yeah. Do you know Scott Mybogle? He works at oh, the Oh, that's right. Yes, I yeah. do know him. He's we very talented. Yeah. He, he helps us out quite Yeah, a bit. but he does a great job. He does. He really He's does. He's got a great eye. Well, so back to the skiing thing, and then I'll mm-hmm. let you wrap it up. Sure. I was teasing Dave. I, if you know Dave, he's a tall, skinny guy. Yeah. Uh, with the Mount Baldhead deal, they like to climb to the top and ski down the back. But the other day, he went up and down eight times. Oh, and so I teased oh him. I'm like, your thighs are going to be like, yeah. a, like right. a, a lifter. You're going to have these giant thighs. Right. So watch out. He's a Look skinny like, guy, but he's yeah. not as skinny as me. So Yeah, well, you, know. you guys can compete over that. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. That sounds like a good time. Um, uh, hey, Casey, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Um, I can't wait to go get some snow skis uh, downstairs, uh, snowshoes. Um, I'll be doing that next week when I finally have some time off yeah. from the flower shop and a little minute to myself before we start getting busy in the spring and event season coming up. Thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Landsharks.com. Is uh, where, shoptheshark.com. Or, I'm sorry. Shop, okay. Shoptheshark.com. Mm-hmm. And you can find us on Instagram or Facebook as well as our website. That's right. 306 Butler Street, uh, right here downtown. You can't miss them if no, you're driving no. through town. We are open every day of the year except for Thanksgiving and Christmas. And we keep long hours. So if you're down here having dinner or mm-hmm. getting a coffee, you'll probably see our door open. Yeah, We'd great. love to see you inside. Great, great. Yeah, every day. You hear that? A lot of folks say, oh, everything's closed. No, it's not. No. If you're walking around town, you know there are a lot of stores that are open every day. And Land Sharks, you're a great example to our other businesses as well. And thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks Let's for give having a big me. hand to Lee, Casey Locker. I almost said Lacey Cocker. 
Um, <laughs> thanks for coming on, and thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, you're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday. This is Greg Grimuncy with my special co-host, Jen Ludwig, here on Saga Tech on Sunday on 92.7 The Van and 92.7thevan.com. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back. You're listening to Code West. I asked those guys, hey, get on that guitar real quick. I let them know our sound is down, and we want to welcome them here in a minute. You're listening to Saga Tech on Sunday. This is Gregory Muncy and my wonderful local celebrity <laughs> co-host, Jen Ludwig. We just uh, had our little interview with uh, uh, Casey. That was interesting to find out uh, that she's from the east side of the mm-hmm, state. Yes. and. Uh, interesting to find out more about land sharks for folks that don't know. And uh, always, uh, you know, I guess an eye-opener for some people, but uh, our town is open all year long. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we were quite busy over the uh, weekend as well. Tomorrow's President's Day. And love is in the air. Um, uh, I'm excited uh, right now to have our next guest uh, on the show uh, back in 2019, we had him for the first time at Music in the Park, and I was looking so forward to having them last year, but of course we had to cancel that. And looking forward to reaching out to you guys this year um, uh, with hopes that uh, you'll be selected uh, for uh, Music in the Park. Um, hey, let's give a big round of applause without a disco ball, unfortunately, too. Code West, welcome to the show, Code West. Thank you. Thanks for having us. You are welcome. Amy Manning, welcome yes. to the show. Thank you, Greg. This is awesome. Um, uh, it's concert time. Yes. I like having uh, uh, live music. And um, I see you guys have a little lineup here. Um, and, of course, I want to get to know a little bit abo- about you guys as well. Sure. But um, why don't we just – I know what listeners want. We've been talking about you guys on all week long. They've been probably hanging out on the show since 7 o'clock this morning listening to for just for you guys. So why don't we just start off with a good jam session? What do you think? Absolutely. Well, go ahead. This is – yeah, uh, I understand this is Groove Me. Is yeah, a little Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, let's get – we're going yeah. to woo the people. There we go. Let's, oh, oh, woo me. <laughs> Let's get wooed. We're going to get wooed. And this yeah. is Amy Manning, Rick Manning. Um, real quick, um, uh, uh, if all of the band members can introduce yourself before we start off. Um, uh, we've got on guitar back over here. Kevin Papento. Kevin Papento. Penapento. Penapento. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry about that. I'm really bad with names. Ask James Groen. Um, I, I think I pronounced it wrong again. Um, and your name? Uh, Scott Cashier. Scott Katrick? Yeah. Oh, ooh, I pronounced that right. <laughs> of course, I know uh, Rick and Amy Manning, good friends of mine. Yes. Um, so why don't you guys kick it off with Groove Me by King Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Hey there, sugar darling. Let me tell you something. Oh, I've been trying to say now. Just can't get you out of my mind Oh, you become a sweet taste in 
I, while you were singing, I, w- I wanted to hoot and holler like I do at music <laughs> in the park. But I was like, no, I don't know. Just let her sing so the viewers can do their, or viewers, the listeners can do their own hooting and hollering. Sure. Uh, that was Amy Manning on vocals. Uh, we've got mm-hmm. Scott Kurzek on drums, Kevin Panapento on guitar, and then also Rick Manning on bass. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for having us. And and uh, now tell everybody and tell me, how did Code West come into being? Because I remember David telling me that they were getting a band together. It's a newer band. And uh, how did this happen? Well, we moved up here. Rick and I did um, a few years ago. It was about three years ago. And I know these two guys, Kevin and Scott, were they were trying to form a band. And... Um, being difficult, they're um, finding local uh, singers and bass players and reaching out to different areas, not wanting to go in too far into Grand Rapids. And um, so when we came up here, uh, Rick and Scott had met, and Scott said, oh, you're a bass player. And, and Rick, had, Rick had been on tour, and he was taking a break, and Rick said, no, no, I'm not playing music. <laughs> and um, then about two weeks later, Rick goes up to Scott. He got the itch to play again. And he said, you oh. know what? I think I want to play. And so they were looking for a singer. And Rick said, well, my wife, she sings a little bit. And so I tried a out for the bit. band. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say, your, your voice is amazing. Yeah, I was you. really getting into that. You know? Thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Um, uh, so uh, 
so you be, you became the singer of the band. Yeah. And um, so, but this is really Rick's project, right? Or he kind of talked you into it. So it kind of been, have, have you ever sung professionally before? Uh, dabbled in little bits of bands here and there, but Rick right. and I have uh, performed together as a duo, but this was like really the first band that I've ever been like song right because I'd be like you know I'm trying to like what do you, what have you gotten me into honey yeah you know and yeah. I know you guys have been you know kind of keeping brush Rick told me you guys every once in a while trying to get through rehearsal but because with COVID it's been yeah. so difficult yeah and so uh you guys have been practicing this week how's that been this week uh getting together with everybody oh, and getting gosh. ready for the show it's been so wonderful <laughs> I just for me, I just needed that as a creative outlet since we're here in this, you know, stuck mm-hmm. in our homes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and just kind of feeling like this energy with with these guys too because I really love playing with them. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. really fun. Uh. So it was really nice to get together and just loosen up the chops and. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Amy, I've heard you at our concerts, but yeah. being right here in the show and listening to this. Just this live little gig, we just have a couple, you know, guitar, a bass player, and the drummer's hitting on, on uh, his, his board there, your beat board there. <laughs> and and, um, and uh, But just listening to your voice, I'm so impressed I'm right now. It really was amazing. Well, it's nice to have the support of these guys because they're uh-huh. really great. They're really fun to play with. Uh-huh. And uh, I hope that uh, you guys uh, are thinking about, you know, getting gigs. And I don't know if you guys are, you know, already uh, scheduling anything. But it looks like you guys have done quite a bit already, um, you know, just as a new band. Um, I see you played Downtown Holland. Uh, yeah. During the uh, Mountain Film Festival here in Saugatuck, yeah, mm-hmm. um, at the SEA, of course, mm-hmm. at Wicks Park, the Wicks Park, the biggest concert venue in the <laughs> That's area. Right. Um, so fun, <laughs> so fun. Um, now, um, but you don't just do music; you guys have lives, you know. So mm-hmm. you, you, I know y'all work full time, or you do different things. Um, but I know you also serve the Douglas community in other capacities. What, what, how, how do some of the band members serve the area? Well, so Scott is the athletic director, right? Yeah, rec director. Rec director in town. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And um, Rick also does, he has an interest in doing healing music, so he does some um, spirit drumming and, oh, yeah. and things like that. And so, so are you the one doing the spirit drumming, right? And, like, do you invite people and... and? Yeah, not, probably we'll get there. Right now I'm just kind of releasing tracks and doing because i haven't heard of that in a while they used to have spirit drumming you'd meet down at the beach and there was a group Mm -hmm. that did that and i don't hear about that anymore i always wanted to go sounds like it's time to get it to happen that's like yeah that's what i'm thinking too i would totally be on to that yeah yeah Yeah, give me something to beat on (laughs) (laughs) yeah so he does that and you can go to codewest.live and click on our names and find out uh more about what we're doing and stuff so Mm -hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've really got a, a, a great original sound to you, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, and, uh, you know, um, you, uh, I know it's got R&B, soul, pop, and rock, um, but how did you kind of land on this sound that you have, which is kind of like an R&B rock, but it's a little bluesy, it's a little you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's groovy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we all have different interests. Kevin has a real interest in metal. <laughs> and, and, and Scott is rock and like more of your late or early 90s rock. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Rick has a real rich history in funk. And I really enjoy R&B and soul and blues. Uh-huh. And so kind of mix it together. And we 
that's what kind of happens. It's, <laughs> it's really fun. It's really fun mm-hmm. to try to put it all together. And, um, yeah. And you write your own music, too. Yes. I know you do covers, and you write your own music, too. We but uh, mm-hmm. I'm anxious to hear one of their original mm-hmm. songs. Uh, yes. They do They do original music. Um, and the song called Feast on Truth, yes. you guys are going to perform for us. So yes. um, why don't you go ahead and take that? I just want to listen to you guys play. Right? That's all I want to do. Yeah, sure. Um, so um, why don't you guys kick it off? And uh, let's, let's, let's try to get as much music out of them as we can in this half hour. Absolutely. So this is called Feast of Truth, and it was written by Code West. Yes. Yeah, Feast right. on the Truth. Yes. Well, take it away. Thank you. <laughs> of light, turn the stone with water, cast the dirt to nurture me, I am nothing more than a flower, oh, a flower, it is said the muck grows light. Turning and turning upward spiral. Checkmate, I have not won. The teacher is quiet. Strike up the band. Let's hear the choir. Ooh, let's hear the choir.
have anything you sell your mp3s are you on uh have you have started any cds yet i know you're a new band so yeah we're a new band but we are that's a great song i would buy that yeah thank you yeah we are starting to record we're talking about recording and getting some things down on tracks but um you can always go to codewest.live and find out what we're up to we're starting to try to with COVID, we're trying to get, you know, some bookings for this summer but um, right. and spring and fall. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. you can find out how to book us and find out what we're up to uh-huh. um, by going to our website. Now, that song was awesome. How, Thank how you. did that come about? Who wrote that? How did that? Who well, we, okay, we all wrote it together, but Rick was jamming one day at home uh-huh. and came up with the riffs, and, and I wrote the lyrics. And the lyrics are... Um, a bit of my journey. I suffer post-traumatic stress disorder. And so, and that can be somewhat of a living hell sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it really is a living hell sometimes. Sure. And so it's really, it was a journey back. To, it's a, it's a metaphorical journey back to myself. Uh-huh. And um, it's a roadmap too. So sometimes when I get triggered and in those spaces, mm-hmm. it's a way mm-hmm. to, to find my way back. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, that's what music does for me. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, when I'm, when I'm getting, yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. it, it really, it settles me. It, it brings me back. Um, mm-hmm. uh, th- th- this kind of music, I just love, uh, uh, this whole style that you have, uh, this R and B groove kind of style. I really, really, really enjoy it. Wonderful. Um, now, so, uh, you told me, you know, you're working on, uh, uh upcoming gigs and all that. Um, uh, and, and that was a uh, feast of truth. Um, tell me something, um, this Valentine's Day, I want to find out what did Rick do for you. <laughs> well, we have two daughters personal. at home yeah. and myself, and so he did. He went out and got us flowers and chocolates and oh. all the tasty treats, and um, we'll see what the day holds. Good man, it's just beginning. Good he man. is. He's a wonderful husband and a wonderful father. You guys cook a lot. Are you vegetarian or you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see you share a lot of recipes online, yeah. and they look so good. I'm one of Thank those you. people. I'm a I'm a bad. I'm a meat eater, <laughs> and and I see I see these meals, you know, and you guys make vegetarian look delicious mm. with the pictures I see on social media. So yeah. for Thanksgiving, you had instead of a turkey, you had a. Cauliflower. Cauliflower. <laughs> I saw that. But it looked good. It was <laughs> delicious. It was this big cauliflower was our turkey and then the gravy and everything. Mm. And it was really good. Oh, it was sure. A good recipe. So oh, sure. We yeah. had a good time on Thanksgiving. The family, our, our little girls, well, they're not little. They're How 16 old are they? and 11. Oh, oh wow. So, oh, gosh. Yeah. So, oh, you poor guy, Rick. There's <laughs> <laughs> House full of girls, just like David Locker. So that, no yeah. wonder you're friends. <laughs> I mean, you're probably like, you know, gosh. Scott, too, has three girls. Mm. Oh, three. <laughs> and you have two girls. Kevin has two girls. Oh, We're my <laughs> gosh. No wonder you're in a band. You want to get out of the house. <laughs> um, girls are taking over the world. <laughs> right. Um, we've got the band member here. Um, now, Scott, I didn't recognize you you know and i want to thank uh, our band members other than amy she's 
we've got the plexiglass and she's using the mic, but the band members that are playing drums and on their um, guitars are uh, wearing masks. So uh, we've been very careful uh, with the show here, making sure people are doing that. Um, Scott, I know you from uh, uh, you help uh, Steve Williford yeah. uh, uh, with the uh, with the set for yeah. the. Uh, yeah, for the uh, play that we do, the, yeah, Christmas, the Carol, Christmas Carol, which we unfortunately had to cancel this year. Looking forward to doing that again next year. Um, and uh, I just realized that while you guys were playing, I was like, I know that guy. <laughs> He's that one always dropping screws around. I've got to pick up after. No, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, but uh, so moving forward, um, and you guys are booking, we can go to codewest.live, right? Yes. Um, uh, to find out more about you. And um, anything else you'd like to share? You know, we're getting close to, again, running out of time again. And we're getting close to 9 o'clock. And um, I'm going to want you guys to uh, to get us out and, and play a really cool jam here in a minute or two. Absolutely. Um, but uh, anything else you want to share about Code West? And, and Oh, but real quick, those earrings. Yeah. Yeah, they're very cool. Aw, thanks. Those My- are my daughter, Kira, got me these for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Those are really cute. Thank you. Um, I like your whole style here. Thank you. Thank um, you. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah, anything else you'd like to share? I'll plug um, my own work, if you don't mind. Oh, please too. do. Um, I am doing – I have a podcast as well. Yes. It's called Mortality and Tea. We sit and talk about death. <laughs> I'm all in. If you ever want to come and be on the show, let me know. So, there's yeah. there's a YouTube blogger and she's an LA uh, mortician. Oh, I can't think of her name offhand, and I love watching her. She does <laughs> she does funerals, but they're more of a natural funeral. Mm-hmm. It's not like the whole uh, casket embalming thing. Mm-hmm. She like does a green a, funeral. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's a green funeral home. Yeah, and and so yeah, I I don't know why I like her so much, but it kind of sounds like. So, no, mortality yeah. and tea. What do you guys talk about? We talk about death. Yeah. I'm just, uh, so it's uh, Mortality and Tea with Amy. I have a YouTube and podcast show. Mm-hmm. And How it come is I didn't know that? Normalize the conversation of our own mortality and uh, hopefully find a more rich and juicy life. Oh, I'm on to you now. I'll be, I'll be listening now. Yeah. I'm going to stalk oh, yeah. you now. So plug that. But you can also get the link on codewest.live through my name on our, on our website. Okay, great. And then, of course, you guys are on Facebook as well, right, Code West? Yes. So we can go to your Facebook page. And Absolutely. even people that say, oh, I'm not on Facebook, we know you're all there. <laughs> uh, but your website's <laughs> listed right there on your Facebook page. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. is. Well, I want to thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh-huh. And I want to let folks know that next week on Saga Talk on Sunday, we're going to have Pastor Sal from uh, the United Congregational Church uh-huh. there in Douglas. And uh, he'll be on the show. I, uh, he's on Mike's show on the mm-hmm. morning grind yeah. there on Saturday yeah. mornings. Yeah. He's, uh, I see, hear him on there quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I thought, I'm going to get you over here. <laughs> and um, away. I'd like to get Mike on the show, <laughs> Mike Johnson. Oh, I was, I've been on his show so many times. Sure. I thought, well, wait a minute. I want to interview you yeah. this time. Kind of put him in the hot seat. Right. And he likes his putting normal us, little, yeah. you know, routine and comfort yeah. zone of his own studio and bring him into yours. And- Right. Um, And I want to thank everybody for listening. And I want to thank our sponsors, the Charming Saga Tuck Rentals, the Interurban Transit Authority, and Back to the Fuchsia Flower Shop. 
don't forget Mill Pond Realty because I know you're booking your stay. You're listening to our show, and now you want to stay in Saugatuck and Douglas. And, boy, they've got a great variety of rentals to choose from, from cottages to apartments. They've got uh, full houses even on Lake Michigan. And those are great ways to uh, bring your family and feel like you're socially distancing as well, having your own house. So uh, thanks for listening to Saugatuck on Sunday. Of course, you can always check us out on 927thevan.com. This podcast and all of our previous podcasts are there available for you throughout the day for you folks that just can't wake up as early as we do. Jennifer, I want to thank you for being on the show. Jennifer Ludwig and uh, Casey Locker and Ryan Heiss, our city manager. I want to thank all of them. Uh, Amy Manning, Rick Manning, uh, Scott Kurzak, uh, Kevin Panavento. And uh, I want to thank everybody from Code West. You guys are going to jam out for us, right? Yes. As we leave, this is a song called Hold On yes. by Alabama Shakes. Yes. Take it away, and we'll see you next Sunday on Saga Tech on Sunday. Take it away, Code West. Thank you. morning for Saga Tuck on Sunday with your host, Gregory Muncy. Today's show has been brought to you by Mill Pond Realty, Back to the Fuchsia, the Interurban, and Charming Saga Tuck Rentals. If you'd like to hear today's show, you can go to our website for the podcast, 927thevan.com. It's also on our mobile app. And join us next Sunday, 7 a.m. for Saga Tuck on Sunday on the Lakeshore's 92.7 The Van.